This is episode 15 of the One Idea Podcast, how to price and market a service-based business. This podcast is produced by Evolve and Adapt, a certified marketing consultancy firm based in Singapore and Malaysia. If you need these strategy and marketing implementation work for your business to succeed in the digital economy, reach out to us at evolveadapt.com. Dear citizens, my name is JC Sum. I'm a certified marketing management consultant and the author of Evolve, Adapt or Collapse. More than 20 years ago, I was a partner in a kids' party business. I developed the business and marketing strategy as well as the content. The company provided entertainment for kids' birthday parties and events. At that time, the only such providers of kids' party entertainment were from freelance entertainers like magicians, jugglers, clowns, storytellers or party hosts. These kids' entertainers marketed themselves as individuals who provided a show or activity for the party. Most of the time, the shows were 30 minutes long and it was fairly common for parents to hire a magician, clown or ventriloquist for their kid's birthday party. The difficulty in marketing a kid's entertainment business is that everyone is always selling the services by explaining what they would do, how they would do it and how much it would cost. If the client wanted some variation or customization, this would be negotiated. There generally was a fixed price for a 30-minute show and then everything else would have to be quoted for as it depended on what the client wanted. The way the industry worked, as with most small cottage industries, was that entertainers would follow an imaginary market price based on what the competition would be charging. There was lots of copying in terms of how much one would charge and for what. When I co-founded the kids' party company, I realized that it was vital to change the way party shows, games and activities were presented to the market. The first thing I did was to create party packages. The company would focus on full entertainment packages that would include a portable sound system, show, party games, cake cutting hosting, party bags and balloon animals. This was unheard of at the time. There were three packages that we would offer that would last from 45 minutes to 90 minutes, very different from the standard 30 minutes of entertainment that other entertainers would provide. Each package would have a fixed price and would be for up to 20 kids, with an additional charge for each additional child. At that time, no one charged based on the number of kids. It was a flat rate regardless of how many children there would be, whether there were 5 or 500, and that didn't really make sense. When clients made inquiries, these packages would be clearly broken down and listed like product features. They were presented as high-value party packages that were well thought out and felt complete. When clients compared our offerings to freelancers, there was no comparison. It was not a matter if they would hire us. It was choosing which package would fit their party best. The price packaging model was a huge differentiating factor in an industry that was generally informal and casual. Our marketing was based on value party packages that were more than a single 30-minute show. Our pricing was competitive and from an operations standpoint, we developed a system that made setup and teardown fast. That means we could host multiple parties a day instead of just one or two. Soon, competitors began creating party packages and now it has become an industry standard. Here are some takeaways from the story. 
The first is recognizing that a service-based business is very different from a product-based one. In a service-based business, you are selling the invisible, to quote Harry Beckwith, who wrote a book with the same name. A product-based business has a tangible item to market, promote, and sell. It is a physical item that customers can see, touch, feel, or visualize how it will look like when they own it. In a service-based industry, you're selling an intangible offering that often promises an experience or some kind of deliverable. If you are a repair person, people expect the broken item to be repaired. If you are a hairdresser, people expect a great haircut. If you are an entertainer, people expect to be entertained. If you are a consultant, people expect to be conned. I mean consulted with expertise and knowledge to help solve a problem. The challenge for service-based businesses is that the customer will only know the outcome of the service at the end of the service. There's no way to test or evaluate the service beforehand unless they are repeat customer. This is what makes marketing and selling a service-based business difficult. Many service-based businesses rely on repeat customers, word of mouth and referrals. Those that don't get many may ultimately close down. Service-based businesses must learn how to market themselves to succeed. The first thing to do is to structure your pricing like a product. This is easier said than done as you must identify aspects of your service that can be listed as features. In the example of the party company, we listed aspects of the party hosting service such as the portable sound system, show, party games, cake cutting hosting, party bags, and balloon animals. If your hair salon Focus on the products you use, the equipment that you have, the experience of the hairstylist, and the entire experience of the haircut from shampoo, scalp massage, cut, blow dry, and styling. Listing down a breakdown of your services like product features increases the perceived value of your service. One good example to look at is web hosting companies. This is a very competitive industry and it is a service-based business as these companies provide web hosting services for companies' websites. However, they can list a whole range of features to justify their asking price. They also offer packages at different prices based on space and usage requirements. When you adopt the right pricing structure and presentation, it brings clarity to your service that is often vague to customers. Here are some pricing mistakes to avoid for service-based businesses. Number one not having a pricing strategy. A common pricing mistake service-based business owners make is to pick a price out of thin air rather than having a pricing strategy. Using a pricing strategy will help ensure that your pricing makes sense within the business as a whole and will also allow you to know what other choices you need to make in relation to marketing and branding. Number two, blindly matching your competitor's pricing. Remember in my story, I shared how all the freelance entertainers would blindly copy each other's prices. Avoid doing that without good reason. It is good practice as a business owner to be aware of your competitor's pricing, but it should not dictate the prices that you set. Their pricing should be based on their business objectives and that could be completely different from yours. You have no idea what their financial objectives are for the year and you have no idea what their resources are. So there's no point blindly matching your competitor's pricing. And finally, number three, not raising your prices when you can and should. 
This is related to the second point of blindly following an imaginary market price. It is common for service-based business owners to initially set their price at a price point that is comfortable for them, based on their own money mindset. They'll think about what they'll be willing to charge and price within that range. However, as you become more experienced and more confident in the value you provide, you should raise your prices. But many business owners are afraid to. For one, they think they should keep their price to blindly match their competitors. Secondly, they're afraid to lose customers. One thing I've learned over my 25-plus year career in service-based businesses is that there are always new clients and market opportunities as you grow and increase your price. Years ago, I remember when I raised the price for my services significantly. As usual, I would send updates to clients, prospects, and industry partners. In this case, I shared my new price and offerings. Seemingly out of nowhere, a prospect that I had tried to secure for years contacted me to hire me. After sealing the deal, I asked why he never contacted me before even though I marketed to him many times before. He essentially told me this. I was too cheap for him and his budget was always higher so he looked for a service provider that matched his budget. And since my fee was now higher, it fit his budget so he hired me. It was that simple. This was a powerful lesson for me and I always keep in mind that there are always customers and clients who can and are willing to pay a higher price, but you must first ensure you can match their value to the higher price. Just think of your own buying journey. If you're looking to buy a car and are financially prepared to buy a Mercedes or a BMW, you will not even entertain the thought of buying a Toyota, Honda or Proton. So remember, don't be afraid to raise your prices if your value increases over time. Besides your pricing structure, here are a few tips on marketing a service-based business. First, identify your target audience. Be very clear who your target audience is. You cannot be everything to everyone and you cannot please everyone. Understanding your target customer will ensure that your offerings match their expectations and they're willing to pay your asking price. It is critical to research your potential customer base, define who your ideal customer is, and go after that specific demographic. Next, have a clear and consistent marketing message. I've said this many times before on this podcast. An oversimplified message is the only way to cut through all the clutter in today's information age and competitive market. Be sure that you can communicate your differentiated value in a single phrase or sentence. This is known as a positioning tagline and statement. For optimal brand awareness, make sure the message you are producing is consistent on all channels and can be articulated by all members of your team. Check out episode 7 of this podcast where I share how to brand an idea in a single sentence. Finally, do not leave current clients left out of your marketing efforts. One of the most powerful sources of leads and revenue is your existing clients. Too often, business owners try to grow and expand their business by reaching out to new customers and new markets. This is particularly true of professional service providers like lawyers, consultants, and accountants. Sometimes you do the same work for clients over and over again and forget to update them about new offerings and company updates. 
Getting new business from an existing client is so much cheaper and less time consuming than securing a new client. So take advantage of that. The one idea of this episode is for service-based business owners and marketers. That's right, that's you. Remember that as a service provider, you are selling the invisible. So price and market yourself like a product-based business and turn the invisible to visible selling points. All the best. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Idea Podcast. Catch every episode by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcast app. Just search for One Idea, O-N-E-E-Y-E-D-E-E-R. As you know, a podcast needs listeners' reviews to grow, so please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This ensures we can keep this podcast free forever. Check the show notes for details. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, myself or our consulting firm, head over to oneideapodcast.com. My name is JC Sum and this has been One Idea.